to the Wizard of Whiskey podcast, the podcast dedicated to the hedonist lifestyle. Spring is in the air, and I am incredibly thrilled about that because, well, fuck winter. Um, I have a very special guest with me, and, and I apologize for the ridiculous technolo- uh, technological difficulties that I've been having as of late. Glenn Case, how are you today, sir? Good, Justin. How you doing, brother? I am. You know what? I have no complaints. I'm in Arizona. It's a little bit of rain. Not a big deal. I'm I'm loving life right now. Um, super happy. Uh, awesome. What's uh? So so, Glenn, you are you're Christoph Cigars. Tell us a little bit about what uh, what you do, how you do it, and why you do it. Yeah, absolutely. And well, first of all, Justin, thanks for having me on the show. This is this is awesome. Um, a little bit about Christoph. I started the company back back in 2004. Um, and when I started the company, I actually started off, the, the name of the company was Exclusive Cigars. Um, I didn't actually come out with the first Christoph until 2005. Uh, and that's the one that really put us on the map. And so shortly after those first couple of blends that I came out with, that, which were under the Christoph brand, I went ahead and rebranded the company under Christoph. And so obviously we're known as Christoph now. But um, we've got right now 20, I think 23, 24 different blends and multiple sizes. We probably have about 90 to 100 SKUs. And um, it's been a great journey, uh, an awesome journey. The, the, the name Christoph comes from our son, Christopher. So he's a big shot, um, <laughs> having a cigar name, company named after him. Uh, and he's actually uh, in his uh, third year of undergrad, and we think he picked out his grad school already and already thinking about his Ph.D. So, but, uh, but yep, so that's a little bit about uh, Christoph Cigars and when we started. All right, excellent. Uh, let me ask you, why, why cigars, my friend? That's a great question. Uh, you know, I spent 19 years in the corporate world all in the financial services industry. And uh, the last nine years of my career, I was an executive at one of the top five banks in the country, and I just got got tired of the politics and the bureaucracy. So I decided to quit my job and pursue passion, and uh, that was cigars. And I haven't looked back. That was, um, like I said, back in 2004 when I made my departure from the corporate world, and it's been awesome. I am blessed, my friend. Yeah, oh, for sure. Anyone who can who can spend the day smoking cigars, traveling the world, and smoking cigars, uh, and, and figure out a way to to make money off of it, that is that's a hero to me. So, um, so, so, so you're pretty. Uh, your your products are pretty um, pretty fantastic. I've smoked quite a few of them. Um, the reviews are going to be online uh, by, by middle of spring. I'm still writing up all of the reviews. Um, but let's talk a little bit about your quality control. Talk a little bit about your your products themselves, where the passion comes from, uh, where where the where the blends, where where the ideas come from, and then why why they're so good. Sure. No, absolutely. So my business mantra has always been quality, consistency, and availability. And if you fail on any one of those three things, you, you're you're putting the company and the brand at, at jeopardy. So in terms of our quality, um, you know, we use the highest premium quality tobacco we can get our hands on. Um, we double and triple ferment all of our tobacco. And that's 
sort of gives us what we're known for, which is a very full-flavored, smooth uh, cigar without that bite, that bitterness, that aftertaste. Um, some of the other things that we do, um, in terms of our bunching technique, we use a, a M2-bar bunching technique, which is a very traditional Cuban method of, of bunching cigars that dates back centuries ago. Um, we use it because I feel like it's the, the right way to bunch of cigars versus a booking or crunching technique or folding technique. And uh, it's, it's more time-consuming. It takes a higher-skilled buncher to do it, but it's the right way to do it. You know, you get a much better, more consistent draw, more even burn, and nicer ash. So, again, I'm, I'm a traditionalist in that regard. And we also uh, draw test every single cigar uh, with, without fail. And if it doesn't fall within a very finite uh, parameter in terms of the, the draw scale, we actually uh, chop it up and sell it to a company in Virginia for chewing tobacco. But, um, yeah, we're, we're fixated on quality and consistency. Uh, you know, we, we ensure that we're buying from the same growers, the same field, and the same lot within that field each and every year for consistency in that same tobacco and each blend. I mean, the first blend I came out with 12 and a half years ago um, tastes exactly the way it does now as it did then. So, um, yeah, so, again, getting back to quality and consistency and availability. You know, we don't want to ever short supply the market. Um, you know, you know how that goes. If you're not on the shelf for any period of time, that retailer is going to find something to replace you. So we're uh, we're sticklers about that as well. One hundred percent. I come from the booze side of the industry, uh, and you know when you're dealing with a supplier and they're constantly out of product, you find something else to put in the in, in its place. Um, so so for those who don't know, um, aren't aren't familiar. Uh, bunching is something that that only the best do. Uh, book bunching, uh, you know, book binding for for um, getting the cigars rolled is something that pretty much everyone does. It's kind of the most popular technique. But bunching is something only the best do. So I'm really glad that you guys are doing it, um, and, and it makes a difference. It makes a difference in the, in the, in the quality. So. Um, so uh, let's talk about a few of your a few of your cigars. I've, I've smoked a couple. Quite a few of them. Uh, really excited to, to, to kind of share those notes uh, when, when they're when they're done. Um, the Leggero, uh, one of the first ones I, I smoked. Um, amazing, uh, amazing caramel notes. Just a ton of like toasted nuts. Uh, you know, pecan. Just everything. I mean, just not whatever you know, whatever you want to, whatever nut you want to talk about. It's 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 in there. A um, little bit of cedar, definitely some some spice, which is what I love. Um, not too sweet. Uh, all in all, uh, a very smooth, but still dark, uh, dark cigar. So tell me a little bit about that one. Yeah, no thanks. It's uh, it's one of my favorites, and it, it's funny people ask me what's your favorite blend, and it's hard to 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 say because they're like all my kids, right? I blend them all, so I like them all for different reasons. And the uh, Lajero Criollo that you're talking about is, you, you nailed it on the head. I mean, big uh, cedar notes, a little spice, uh, that toasted almond, kind of a sweet, caramely finish on the back end. It's uh, it, it's an awesome cigar. It's In strength-wise, I think it's medium plus. 
um, but uh, highly rated, and it's it's one of my favorites. And the the sister to that cigar is actually the Lajero Maduro, and the only difference between those two blends is the wrapper. So the the Criollo that we were just talking about is a Honduran uh, Habano Criollo, and then the Maduro is actually a Brazilian Maduro from a region called Arapiraca. And that cigar actually just was awarded the best value Dominican cigar by Cigar Journal for 2016. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, in September last year, we were at the Dortmund Show in Germany, along with uh, all the major cigar manufacturers, and we received that award, which was very exciting, and it was an honor to be in the room with uh, everyone that you would expect to be there. So, uh, yeah, no, those are two two great blends that do very well for us. Excellent. Uh, one of the others that I that I really enjoyed, um, I might butcher this, but I believe it's uh, Cristania. Yes, Cristania. Cristania, just a just a beautiful cigar. Tons of spice, vanilla, a lot of coffee. Just something that really, I mean, to be honest, uh, I believe I, I cracked that one and uh, cracked open a little bit of uh, oh, what was I drinking? Oh, Manhattan. I uh, I do a very specific type of Manhattan, which is uh, high-end vermouth, um, bourbon, a splash of rye, um, and then I actually make my own uh, cocktail bitters. Um, and just, I mean, sat outside, I believe, that day, and just this cigar nailed it for me. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, that's um, the Cristania was our first premium value price cigar we came out with probably about three years ago, I think. Um, and we have a, there's two blends, two different wrappers. One's a, a Maduro, again, from Brazil, Arapiraca. Uh, and then the other is that Curio from Honduras. And, uh, you know, they start at $5 for a Robusto, and they go up to about $8 for 7 by 70 And uh, that pairing you're talking about actually sounds pretty good. I'll have to give that a shot. <laughs> you have to send me the recipe for that Manhattan. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um I, I also am a little so, – so let's talk about price just briefly. I mean, there, there are cigar brands out there that are just – if you have expensive hobbies, I get it. Things are going to be costly. Unfortunately, I have all of the expensive hobbies, wine, whiskey, cigars. I think the only, the only vice I don't have is the hard drugs um, because I just can't have <laughs> smoking and drinking. Um, so – but, but, I mean, as far as cigars go, you can easily spend 40, 50 bucks on, on a single stick, uh, and people do quite often. Um, mm-hmm. talk a little, let's, let's talk a little bit about this. So, so your cigars are, are very reasonable as far as, you know, right, right in the, the, you know, the mid-range that, that people, can, um, people can actually you know, afford and enjoy. Like, so you can fill up a humidor with Kristoff and not break the bank, and I, and I appreciate that, and a lot of people do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great point. You're right. It's not a it's not a cheap hobby. And so, yeah, in terms of the Kristoff line, I mean, we've got three different bundled cigars that retail on per cigars around three dollars. Uh, then we kind of move up to the Cristania price point, which is in that mostly five to seven dollar range. And then uh, all of other core line product is in the eight to ten dollar range. So. Yeah, we try to keep it reasonable. We've kept our prices down in over 12 years. We've only had two price increases, so we try to maintain that. 
along with the, uh, again, the quality and consistency. Yeah, once you get beyond that, you know, $10 price point, if you're in the 11 12 13 14 $15 range, then, you know, that market that you're sort of targeting gets a lot smaller. So... Yeah, it, uh, it definitely does. And honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm one of these, so I have a couple of humidors, um, and <clears throat> so I go on these binges where I can smoke, you know, um, you know, three or four or five cigars uh, a week. And if I'm doing that, if I'm reviewing cigars, then I can't review anything else. I can't review whiskey. I can't review wine. Um, so I don't do it often, but when I do, I take a week off from reviewing everything. I take a week to smoke some cigars and review those, and then I go back, you know, give my palate you know, a few more days. So it's like a month-long process for me. Um, so I keep my humidors, you know, as filled as I can, and I'm not above just buying something, uh, you know, a bundle of some $2 stick just to have to keep my cigars more than two-thirds, uh, my humidors more than, uh, you know, two-thirds full because I can't have the investment going bad. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's like anything else. You have to, it's an expensive hobby to have, but you also have to, to upkeep. You know, you're not going to buy a Ferrari and, and park it in the, you know, on the street, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, so any, any tips to, to keeping uh, your cigars in good shape? You know, um, for me, it's, you know, obviously it's uh, temperature and, and humidity level. Um, I try to keep my cigars at about 68 to 70% humidity and ideally in the upper 60s, low 70s in terms of temperature. But as long as you're maintaining the cigars at that humidity and a fairly cool temperature, you know, it's, it's like a fine wine. They actually get better with age. So uh, it's just really key to maintain that consistency and uh, temperature and humidity. Nice. Um, what, uh, what's coming down the pipe? Uh, what are you guys working on? What, what can we get excited about? Yeah, well, we just, um, I'm, I'm not sure if we're familiar with TAA, Tobacco Association of America, but we just had our, um, our conference last week in Cabo. And for those that know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I got to leave Chicago for a week, which was nice. Uh, but so TAA, if you're not familiar with it, it's a, um, it's a very small sort of elite group of manufacturers and retailers. There's only about 70 retailers that are part of the association, and there's about 28 manufacturers that are part of it. This was our ninth year being part of that association. And so it's, you know, again, you have to be nominated, and then the board has, has to vote you in. Um, so it's, again, a very exclusive group. But last week we actually introduced a TAA exclusive, uh, which will be only available at TA re retailers, and it's going to be a, uh, a seven and a half by 56 Salomon. Um, the wrapper on it is a Habano Criollo. The binder is Dominican Habano. The filler is Nicaraguan Dominican Habano. Nice medium body cigar, and that size is just awesome, awesome. And so we'll start shipping that the end of April to um, TAA retailers near you. Fantastic, and you, and you guys are all over the country at this point. There's all over the world, rather. Um, so, so what uh, what what countries are are you in right now? Uh, wow, that's a good question. So, we've been in Spain for about seven years, Germany for about six years. Um, we're in Netherlands, 
I'm going to, I'm going to lose track here. Um, Switzerland, South Africa, uh, Canada. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing some. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm, I'm, all over I'm sure it's, it's fine. Not, you don't have everyone, but, but I mean, you're all over the states. Um, I'm, in, I'm in Arizona right now, and I'm looking on the map, and there's four retailers uh, within, you know, 50 miles that carry you, which is awesome. Even less actually more like 30 miles. But, uh, so, so that's fantastic. Um, I live in California, which is kind of a weird state. When I first moved out there, I go on these. Uh, I tend to go on these long cigar walks, clear my head, smoke a cigar, enjoy the enjoy the time. Especially since I had moved at the height of the polar vortex in Chicago, and, mm-hmm. and so I'm walking along, smoking a cigar, and these cops they pass me. I'm walking, not driving, so they they you know they pass me in their SUV, and then they come back around, and um, you know they roll down the window. Hey, what are you what are you up to? You know, I, I had no idea what the you know what, what point they were making or why they you know. Uh, why they were pulling me off, but uh, uh, and they just kind of gave me a look and they said, "You're not from around here, are you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, maybe maybe no one smokes cigars here in Sacramento." But uh, but, uh, but yeah, California is kind of a kind of an interesting state. So I'm looking forward to to when I get back to maybe you know trying to break through some of the old uh, some of the old regs or you know whatever happen- is happening up there and, and and smoking some good cigars and uh, so yeah, where um where are you in uh, in California? Boy, we're all over the place, um, all over. I'm, we're in, if I had to guess, probably 170 retailers in California, 180, something like that, and growing. So um, our sales rep there is Andy Sharfman. Uh, he was our broker. Uh, he was a broker for us for about four years. Then he left to do something else, to work for another smaller cigar manufacturer, and about a year and three months ago, came back as our full-time in-house sales rep. And so for the last year and a half, he's just been blowing the market up. His numbers are through the rough. But, yeah, we're all over California. Nice. Awesome. That's, that's very awesome. Um, well, I am gonna, I'm going to let you go so you can go keep doing what you're doing and, uh, and producing some fantastic cigars. Um, Definitely, we'll uh, we'll keep in touch, and and when you have uh, have some new stuff that you want reviewed, let's uh, let's get it out, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll smoke some stogies, and um, and like I said, I'll throw them up on the on the review, which is great because it's very hard um, to get cigars to review these days. It used to be much easier. I used to get them from General Cigar all the time, uh, and I don't know. It's just it's incredibly hard to get cigars to review um, these days. I can get whiskey. No problem. Pick up the phone. Oh, yeah, I'm actually reviewing 44 whiskeys next week. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough life. Um, so, so yeah. Hopefully we can. Hopefully we can figure out how to get more cigar, uh, cigar lovers and cigar connoisseurs uh, on the show and and some more producers and go from there. Absolutely, my friend. I'd love to send you that uh, TA exclusive. It's called the T TAA 49 because the, the, this year was the 49th year of the organization. So I'd be happy to send you some. Uh, dude, I'm going to text you my address here in 12 seconds. So uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go from there. And uh, uh, again, Glenn, thank you very much. Uh, uh, you can get Christoph cigars pretty much anywhere, uh, all, all over Europe, uh, South Africa, uh, the United States. So, so keep a lookout for them. Um, there's going to be some links on the website as well. And uh, uh, the day that this uh, podcast gets posted, you can also go to wizardofwhiskey.com and uh, check out the actual reviews. Um, 
Do you want to, Glenn? Do you want to give us your uh, your Twitter handles and all that stuff? Are you guys on the social medias? Uh, I am, you know, and I'm terrible at social media. I do uh, work Facebook every day, um, so I personally, ha- I've got my own personal Facebook page, which is Glenn Case. We do have a Christoph page, uh, which. Uh, someone in our office manages for us, but it's uh, Christoph Cigars and then Glenn Case uh, on Facebook as well. Well, uh, everyone out there, go ahead and tweet uh, Christoph and let him know, uh, you know, let him know what you're liking, and we'll uh, we'll have you back on uh, again soon, Glenn. Thank you very much, and uh, I appreciate. It. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks, Justin. Take care, brother. <laughs>